Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report. Make some noise for your host, Ralph Garman. Well, this is concerning. There's there's an intro. <laughs> Not that I don't love you guys, but I thought there was going to be some music and stuff. Is there we go. Welcome to the Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. There we go. We'll fix that in post, as they say in show business going to sound wonderful. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for selling us out again for the live Ralph Report show. He came from Portland? You're a fool. No, I appreciate it. We have people here from all over. Uh, uh, Chris Nicholas, are you around? Where are you, Chris? That's Chris. He came in from Chicago, flew in just for the show. This guy came from Portland. Norwalk. Norwalk. How could you bear to leave beautiful Norwalk to come to Hollywood? I have no idea. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, boys and girls. It truly is stunning to me that you motherfuckers keep showing up for me. I really, it is humbling and astonishing that you guys, I love you too, more than I can say. Uh, The best thing about these live shows that we do is, well, besides Steve Ashton being drunk, is... Is the chance for me to thank the people who make it all possible, and that's you guys. Thank you so much, Garmy, for all that you do. Literally, none of this happens without you guys. Tonight's going to be a great show. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Because on the counter, you want to know why? Because we got the whole gang together on stage, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get any further, however, besides thanking you guys, there's some other folks in the audience I'd like to thank really quickly. Um, First of all, on uh, Sights and Sounds tonight, who's doing our pictures and video and stuff, is a uh, young lady who's been fighting the wars alongside of me for about a decade now. Gabby Zamora is doing it tonight, so thank you, Gabby. I don't thank her nearly enough. Speaking of thanking people, this is an interesting story. I don't know if anybody knows this yet, but I'm breaking the news tonight. I may have talked in the past about how much I love doing this show, but also what an enormous amount of work it takes to put the Ralph Report together every day. I get up in the morning, I start prepping, I start looking up news stories and things and things like that, and then uh, pens will come over and we'll record, and then I start the editing process where I have to cut the audio and sweeten the audio and work out the levels and all that kinds of shit. And it's been a, it's been great, but it's a, it's a lot of work. And I mentioned at one point on the show something to Pence, and he said, what you need is an intern, somebody who'll work for free. And I was like, yeah, don't we all? And there was a, uh, a young man who sent me an email, 
named Gilbert Flores, and he said, I just got out of school and I studied audio engineering and I would love the opportunity to get some experience. I will be your intern if you would give me that chance. And of course, being a, the showbiz professional that I am, I ignored him. And because <laughs> I said, no one is that nice. No one just offers their help. And I went about my business and I struggled and I had a hard time. And then a few weeks later, I got another email from this kid. And he said, I really will help you if you're, if you're needing help. I know you're busy and all, but I sent you already an email. Maybe you want to think about it. And I wrote him back. That's very nice. And then I went back to my life and I did other stuff. And no shit, he sent like four or five emails. And I said, this kid is persistent. And maybe the universe is trying to, to send me a, a message. So I called Gilbert up and we had a conversation and he was legit. And so we scheduled a time for him to come to the Batcave and watch the process. And he watched Eddie and I record. And I sort of showed him how I put the show together. And it's good that no one has noticed. But for the past, past week and a half, two weeks or so, the final product that is reaching you guys of the Ralph Report is the work of Gilbert Flores. He's been doing all that work for me. And so I invited Gilbert and his girlfriend Stephanie to join us here tonight. Gilbert, where are you, sir? Where are you? Right there. Can you stand up for a second? This is the guy who is saving my life. This kid is saving my life. When he started working on the show and putting it together, my daughter turned to me and she said, Who are you? Because I rarely step foot outside the Batcave these days. She's like, Mommy, there's a strange man having dinner with us. Who is that guy? So you have changed my life, Gilbert, and I appreciate your help. Thank you so much. And it's a pleasure to have you part of the team. Thank you so much. Cheers. And we also have two other special guests that I want to call out tonight because these guys are amazing. You know, besides being enormously supportive and... and the founders of My Feast, the people who make it all possible. The Garmy is also enormously talented and kind and generous with the stuff that they do. I mean, you've heard the, the jingles and you've heard the, the voicemails that are left and the suggestions for segments that we adopt and turn into the show. It's remarkable how much you guys give. And there are two guys in the audience. I hope they're here anyway tonight. Uh, Bobby Gibson, are you here tonight, Bobby? Where are you, Bobby? He's back there. Bobby's here with his partner, Rick Lee. Stand up, Rick. Is Rick's not here? Fuck Rick. I never liked him. I'm glad, Robert. I'm glad he's not here. You know I never liked him. No, that's not true. Uh, Robert and Rick are a team of singer-songwriters, and they have, they're probably my hit makers. They've contributed more jingles to the show than almost anybody. Certainly more than John Cooperman, that's for sure. <laughs> he's a one-hit wonder. Oh, no. Now he's going to hear this and feel bad. I love you, Coop. But Robert and Rick have, have come up with these uh, hits that we've all come to know and love. This one. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? That's Robert and Rick. That's those guys putting that together. They also did this hit. The telephone is ringing. The car is on the line. Play your now. Let's see what's on your 
And they've even helped out Steve Ashton. They came up with this one for him. I want to ask a Brit. I want to ask a Brit. I want to ask a Brit. There we go. Yeah. So, Robert, thank you so much for all your contributions. You and Rick have are tremendous, tremendous members of the Garmy. So, so many thanks I have to give out tonight. Uh, you guys are uh, so generous with your time and your, and your energy, but no, none more so than the folks I'm about to bring up on stage tonight because they truly are uh, the, the Ralph Report family, starting, of course, with... Your vice host, Mr. Eddie Pence, put your hands together. There he is. Hey, Ralph. My mic's not even on. That's not fucked up. Oh, now it's working. You just got here. You're complaining already. Well, at least I found the stage this time. You did. And Eddie's wearing some Eddie merch. I which got Eddie is, merch. Yeah, look at that. Right here. Aaron made it for me. Stand Aaron, up. thank you so much. Aaron, thank you. He's got an Eddie shirt on as well. Look what I've done for your career know, in a year and a half. I've, you've got merch now. I you're was a, a nobody. I was almost divorced. My child was almost up for adoption. Right. Now you're a heartthrob. People are searching for pictures of you right. shirtless exactly. online. <laughs> My you're dog very, died. Thank you very you're much. You're very welcome. Yes. I didn't kill the dog. No. <laughs> that we can prove. Yeah. Um... Eddie, of course, has been a huge part of the show for uh, over a year now, right? We yeah, just like had a year your anniversary. Month? Yeah. Is that okay? It's okay. Is yeah. it, yeah. it grating on your soul? You're, you're still on probation. We'll see how tonight goes. <laughs> no, we're always happy to have you uh, not only on the Ralph Report, but live because you are a professional comedian. So Absolutely. you sort of give us the uh, the cred, the, 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 the street cred, do the, I? The stand up <laughs> cred. <laughs> By being at the improv with legit stand-up, I feel like we actually belong right. here. And I want to I want to take the time to thank all the Gary members that helped support my Indiegogo to shoot my special. So thank you guys. That was huge. Um, we're still editing it. Um, hopefully next another week or two, and then we're going to try to get it out there. So you guys will see it first, I promise. This so. sounds like a giant Ponzi scheme to me. It this might be. Like it might be. This jacket's brand new. <laughs> Eddie had to buy a new flag for his yacht, and so you guys paid for that. That's very kind Thank of you. Thank you, guys. Uh, next up on the stage here is a, a woman that uh, literally the show would not be possible without, nor would my life, nor would my child, quite frankly. She, she's done a great number of important things for me as of late. So please, anybody in the care force here tonight? Anybody? Please welcome my wife, Carrie Garman, everybody. My goodness. My goodness. Our our merch has never looked so good as it does on on you, My, sweetheart. Mine doesn't look as good? Not nearly, no. You're a couple cups away from it looking like like that Ralph Moore t-shirt. And then lastly, one of the reasons we gather together when we do live. 
Why are you already groaning and moaning? Um, the reason we get together when we do is usually, well, so far always, yeah. because the fourth member of our team is in town, and you talk about coming a long distance. It's not Norwalk, don't get me wrong. <laughs> But this guy goes out of his way, coming all the way from England to participate in the show. And he has been uh, with me as long as there's been a Ralph report. He has been contributing his UK update and his wit and his charm and his friendship. And it's so great to bring him out. And one of the fun things about the show is he likes to dress up. <laughs> now, here's what you need to know. And this is not this is truth. He won't tell any of us what no. he's going no. to dress up as. No, it's been in a it's been in a secure box. It's been hermetically sealed in our home. In our home for a, about three weeks. Yes. We have no idea what's in there. There's the remnants I, from the last uh, I, Right. That's the guy's got the George Michael wig <laughs> on from the last show. Yeah. I would like to place a bet. Oh, you want a little wager? All right, fair enough. A little enough. bit. I think I might have a little one. It might be a bikini. Oh. Well, that I would I would walk off this stage if that's the case. Well, the show's done at that point. You that's can't true. Be you. That's the closer. Uh, when we started off, Steve, of course, came out as Elton John, which was one of his go-to uh, characters when he talks about the stuff from the UK. And then next up was uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie right? Mercury. And then last time he came out as George Michael. So he specializes really in gay British <laughs> musicians. That's, that's, that's his medium. Tonight, we literally have no idea no what idea. he's going to do, but he did send along an introductory video that we're going to show, and then we're going to welcome here uh, Mr. <laughs> Steve Ashton. So let's take a look what he's got in store for us.
Miss Elizabeth. Thank you. Three words, Ralph. Fucking game changer. <laughs> Those are legit wrestling boots. They are. I got them off Amazon. I use the Ralph uh, reports. Look at that. I've got soul calves. Uh, Eddie Pence just came. <laughs> Sorry, is that, is that copyright infringement? No, that's not. Quick message to Tracy. Eddie's staying at Ralph's with me tonight. <laughs> wow, I didn't expect the wrestling. That is, that's a wrestling. That's a change-up. Nice. You, you, but, you butched it up for tonight. The I mega like powers that. are going to collide tonight. <laughs> or explode. One of the two. See? Game changer. Game anything, changer. Anything is on the table from here on in. That's right. Yes, you expected uh, George Mike. Oh, sorry, uh, Boy George. Boy George, Yes, yeah. people expected uh, David Bowie. What they got is Macho Man Randy fucking Savage. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you didn't have to shave this time. I know. That's the main reason why I did it. <laughs> you make me want a Slim Jim. I don't know what that is. Is it a euphemism? No. No, it's not. You can snap into me anytime. Oh. It's going to be one of those nights. Oh. I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I ain't half riding up. It's very tight. Is it? How did that not fit in the airplane? Why I've did you have to mail that? Because I'm here for work. I've got other shit in my suitcase. <laughs> what? He has a real job, Eddie. He's, he? not just, he's not just a professional rodeo clown or whatever he's dressed up as. Oh, you taped your fingers and everything. Everything. Like Macho Man does. Mm, freak out, freak out. Should we go on with the show? We got, we got time scheduled to keep up. Yeah, I know. We oh, do. Enough about me. Anyway. Uh, uh, speaking of Eddie. Uh, no, not Eddie. What's his name? Steve. Steve. Yes. Speaking of Steve. <laughs> Steve, when he comes to town, is um, always welcome at our house. We, we invite him to stay at uh, Shea Garmin because we know, it, look, it's expensive for him to fly himself out. And he, he puts himself through whatever he does in order to be here. And, <laughs> So we always welcome him to our home to be our guest. And I have to say, Steve Ashton is the ultimate house guest. He really is. Oh, he is. You. Yes. Thank Especially you. this trip. Thank you very Especially much. Especially this trip. Let's move on. There is a there is a story about this trip that you're not going to believe. What, what happened? Eddie, you wouldn't believe it if we told you, oh. but we're going to tell you anyway. Oh. I feel so left out. It was... I'll, I'll be honest with you. You'll, you'll be, be very glad you were left out. <laughs> Two nights ago... Yep. Steve comes into town, and we go out for cocktails. Shocking, I know. But we go get some drinks, and we, we, uh, we, we drink pretty good, and we say our good nights, and everybody goes to sleep. 
and I'm in the I'm in the, the bed with my wife Carrie, and Olivia's tucked into her little bed, and Steve is in the guest room, and everything is fine <laughs> at that point until the middle of the night. I think it was about eleven forty-five. I believe it was maybe twelve. Yeah, and we're uh, we're completely asleep, and then my wife is startled awake. Yeah, I heard a noise. Yes. So I opened my eyes mm -hmm. to see Steve shuffling into our bedroom. Yes. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. It, wait. Dressed like that? No. We wish he was wearing that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we no. wish he had any clothes on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, he did. He had underwear he on. He did have some tidy. Tidy whities They weren't oh, white. No. They were like they were like tidy no, greenies. They were like box. Uh, they were sort of boxer shorts. Weren't boxer they? They were briefs. Boxer briefs. Yeah. Whoa. And he's shuffling in. Shirtless. Oh yeah. And I'm lying. Yep. Shirtless. I'm lying in bed and I watch him shuffle across the floor towards the fireplace. Yes. Ralph is still. Yeah, I was out. I, I had. And I, I had look drink, up drink to sleep. see Steve furiously rattling the doors to the fireplace, <laughs> madly trying to get them open. And then I hear a tinkling. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he is madly trying to open those doors. A running stream of water. <laughs> no. And so after a minute of watching him. You guys have hardwood floors too. Yeah. You. That's why we heard the splashing. The splashing. And Ralph is still. <laughs> and so I say, Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> And that startles Ralph awake, and it also startles Eddie out of his sleepwalking oh, Steve, situation. Steve. 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 Sorry. Steve. It wasn't you. I it was you. You can't blame me on this. And he is suddenly awake and alert and, and aware, aware of, what he's doing. of the fact that he has not only urinated all over our bedroom floor, but he clearly thought that our fireplace was his toilet. Yeah. And he couldn't get the fire. door open in time. Oh, my God. This happened. And I bolt out of bed, and I grab him by the shoulders, and I go, Steve. And he goes, I'm so I sorry. Just, uh, first he said, I was just trying to have a wee. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, true. <laughs> I was... Still factually. not quite registering, I think, what he had done. But factually correct. Yes. <laughs> and so I turned him and directed him back down the hall towards the guest room as I proceeded to grab some towels. And there I was on my hands and knees, <laughs> wiping up what he had left behind. When over my shoulder, I felt a presence. And there, once again, was Steve saying, I'm so sorry. <laughs> So we found out Steve's a sleepwalker, it turns yeah. out, uh, which was not in his bio. No. Before I, we let I him feel start so much better now because Colton clogged your toilet he a year did, ago. Yes. The he made the toilet. And water ran onto the floor. I feel so much better. I, now. I think our house is cursed. 
because we have had two guests, both from England, sleepwalk into our bedroom now. Two of them. Yeah, that might be on you guys at this point. They might be possessed. I don't know. You've it, got an anti-English fucking spirit in your house who just wants to make sure you have no English people in that <laughs> by making sure they do inappropriate things. Look, in yes. my defense, it could have been worse twice. <laughs> right? One, it could have been in the back cave. That's oh, true. Yes, that would have been worse. Point. Yes. Because it was an inordinate, it was a lot of pee. It just kept coming and coming. And I, I literally, like, yeah, you need to see a doctor. You really do. It was a tremendous amount of And from of the pee. guest room to your fireplace, that is all the way across the house. He yeah, had that's a mission. The longest distance. He had a mission, that's for sure. Because yes. the back cave is like right there. Yes. Even, God forbid, Olivia's room is right there. You're, How dare you, sir? I'm just saying. That's what I was going to say. It could have been worse. It could have been so much worse. You so really worse. far to pee in that fireplace. I could, she could have been woken up by a, a white, <laughs> by, a, by a, a slightly overweight, although less so recently. <laughs> uh, overweight white guy standing in her room peeing on her bed. It could have been so much. She could have been traumatized. Instead of playing Monopoly, I could have been doing a stretch right now. <laughs> You're not you're not helping yourself by saying it could have been worse. No. <laughs> yeah, you could have you could have crawled into bed with us and taken a dump on my head. That there's a lot of scenarios that would have been worse. I'm just saying it's not ideal when your house guests are peeing on your floor. Let's, my be, let's be honest, Ralph. I've still got a couple of days left. Yeah. You never know. Don't set me. Yeah. Don't leave that idea in my mind. You, you could get a hot lunch any I, night you now. You know, I've. I. Or a chili dog for that matter. Chili dog. You get a chili dog. Because yeah. on the counter, you want to know why? Yeah. <laughs> I have started locking him in that bedroom. When he goes to bed, I. I we do need to padlock that door from yeah, the outside. He's locked, he's locked in now. You need to. For my for my own safety, I think so. <laughs> You're like a werewolf, and it's the full moon. We have to say, please lock Steve away before he hurts someone. You could have fallen down the stairs. That'd have been better. <laughs> it sure would for me, yes, as I was mopping up your urine. So, so tell everybody how you sat in your room so sad for three hours before you came downstairs. The next morning, he was so embarrassed to come downstairs. Yeah, well, I was. I was. It was like I got to about nine, ten o'clock, and I'd been awake. And you're normally up at six with Olivia. Yeah, you're easily. downstairs playing Monopoly by six thirty. Yeah, exactly. So I was sitting there. I was going right. Okay, I should go home. How can I get home? I should go home. I should not do the Ralph report. I, I bet you don't know. know that there is actually a escape ladder under the bed in the guest room. Oh, there needs to be. You no, there. It's there. <laughs> it's for in case of a fire. You could have rolled that shit down the balcony and left for LAX that that morning. Well, if we ever have a fire when Steve's around, he can just piss it out. We don't need to run out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the reason we bring this up is if there's anybody who has any spare room in their house who would like Steve Ashton to stay with them for a couple days, we'd sure appreciate it. There we go. There you go, Steve. You got your lodging sorted. Do I get my own room with a really nice ensuite bathroom? Because that's what I get. At, uh... <laughs> Do you have a nine-year-old I can play Monopoly with all day? He's <laughs> got a lot of requirements. I'm in. All right, let's get things kicked off. It's what do you say? It's kind of a sad story, wasn't it? 
But what I like, it ended what, that what way, I yeah. do like, one final thing from me is what I, what, what I, one of the reasons, many reasons why I love you two is that um, Ralph said, when I went down, I went, I have got to, I cannot apologize enough. He went, do you know what Car- Carrie and I talked about this morning? We said, let's not bring it up just in case he doesn't know, he doesn't well, remember. I was hoping that maybe you didn't remember. Yeah, maybe you were And we were just going to let it go. I'm glad I remembered, though. But the minute he said he remembered, then we thought, we have to tell it at the show. Yeah, exactly. You've just become material. Congratulations, yeah. sir. Yes. Yes, let's applaud the man who pees in other people's homes. Absolutely. Let's encourage that behavior. What's wrong with you people? What an asshole this guy just said. Yes. Are you, are you sure? Ralph? Oh, my God. I'm really? Like, I'm like Fuller from Home Alone. What? What is that? Is that whiskey? Is that know. Jameson? Thank you very oh, much. Oh, you got a Jameson. That's funny because my Jack Daniels and club soda is just club soda. Would you like to place an order, hon? We can. Yes. We, can I? We, we can. We can take a time out. We can take a time out and put a drink order in. Okay, if you like. that'd be right. nice. Can we get my wife a Jack Daniels and club soda and one for myself as well, please? Yeah. Thank you so much. Very good. And get Eddie another delicious frosty water. water. <laughs> Eddie, you're so out of control tonight. I know. Yeah. The most unenvironmentally friendly bottles. That's what you're concerned about? It really is. Fiji's the worst for the environment. Why what do you a, know that? I thought, Why being, I thought that? someone peeing in my house was a downer. You're worse. Just saying. But they're the prettiest bottles they do, of water. They're nice. They're they just don't bottles. fit in cup holders very well. <laughs> you got a lot of problems. All right, it's time for us to take a look at this day in history, Saturday, June 15th. We're going to take a look at everything happened through the annals of history, as Eddie Pence says. Yeah, here we go. Ralph's about to solve another mystery Like it's the day that day some dude invented Listerine Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp So grant our wishes, please And tell us what went down this day in history Yeah, Mike Serber did that one, how about that? All right, Steve, I, I put a lot of British history in here just so you'd feel welcome, okay? Because they, you almost put somebody's eye out with your fringe when you do no, that. No, because thank you, thank you because so much. Because unlike your country, there is British history. Oh, my God. Oh. You're still holding on to that, are you? All right. And uh, on this day, June 15th, in 1215, King John signed the Magna Carta. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, right? The old Magna Carta. My favorite Carta, the old Magna Carta. <laughs> so much better than the Minor Carta. Oh, oh, that was a shitty one. I'm not sure what the Magna Carta is, but I'm sure it's a pretty important document it's for your people. It's incredibly important. Yes. I'm sure you know what it's, it is. It's a bit like your constitution. Is it? Except we don't constantly refer back to uh, ancient laws that were written hundreds of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> To justify murder. Okay. You're in America, just reminding you. In uh, 1219, the very oldest national flag in the world was introduced. Any guess as to what country has the oldest national flag in the world? Definitely not you guys. Not us, no. Greece is an excellent choice, but incorrect. Greece? Eddie? Did you say Greece again after I told her that was nice? I've see, I can see the paper, oh, so I don't okay. want to make a guess. You might be right for a change if you actually read it off the paper. <laughs> he looks like Dom DeLuise from Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. 
I can't stop thinking that when I look at him. <laughs> I look like who? Tom Dead Louise? In Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> Texas has a whorehouse in it. The oldest I'm flag. not sure if Dom DeLuise is in the best little horror in Texas. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could put the show on hold, but we can't. It's a live audience. Sorry. The oldest national flag in the world is from Denmark, believe it or not. It's called the Danabrog. And the Danabrog, that means in Danish, Danish cloth. <laughs> And legend has it that the Danes were fighting against Estonia and they prayed for God to save them from defeat and he sent them down a flag. Nice work, God. <laughs> Is if that you're the in the middle of a bloody battle, oh, thanks for the fucking flag, God. How about a, I don't know, cannon or a howitzer or a knife or a fucking sword or something I can use? You said it as a flag. Could have been a white flag. That helps. It's white. It's got the red stripes on it, right? Let's, let's take a pic. Let's take a look at the uh, Danish flag. There it is. Oh, it's red. Wow. Nice job, God. Good work there. God was busy on that day. He's like, just fucking give him a red flag with a white cross on it. I, I can't be bothered. But here's the thing. They say it worked. They saw that flag drop from heaven, and they fought harder, and they beat the Estonians, who were fucking pussies. We all know that. On this day in 1667, the fully first documented blood transfusion was performed by a French physician named Dr. Jean-Baptiste de Denis. 1667, the first blood transfusion. It was between a 15-year-old boy who received the blood of a sheep. All right, it wasn't a great transfusion, but it was the first. They, they fine-tuned it after that. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? They, when the boy woke up, they said, how do you feel? He said, not bad. 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 <laughs> really? Sorry, You're going to so step on my joke? Sorry! I don't know what you have there, and I'm just here to add stuff. But you know when you knew? Because I, I was 30 seconds into the fucking punchline. That's when you knew it. It's, it was right there. Yeah, that's why I was doing it, because it was right there. I didn't have the pee story. I got to do something. Thank God you're still on probation. <laughs> I, may, I may not be on Monday's show. <laughs> Who is that I look like again, Ed? Who is that I look like again? Because you look like a massive knobhead. <laughs> In 1775, on this day, George Washington was appointed the commander-in-chief of the Continental Army, Steve. Sorry. Beginning of, the, beginning of the end, bruv. Should we go back to should we go back to the conversation we had on Friday about our uh, win rates? <laughs> yeah. The... In 1851, Jacob Fussell, a Baltimore dairyman, set up the first ice cream factory. Yeah, that's a day we should remember. What ice cream did he make? He, he made, fuck you for fucking up my joke ice Are cream. Are you still hanging on to that? I'm going to be hanging on like, to that for a no, while. No, it was a sheep joke. It wasn't even like a really good joke. <laughs> the first flavor was, go fuck yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> my name's Pench, Eddie Pench. License to kill. You're a fucking joke. <laughs> So mad Dear at me. Mrs. Pence, Eddie does not play well with others. <laughs> on every report card he ever got. Tracy's not. A, he's, he's coming back to your house tonight. 
Yeah. I've, gone, I've gone off it. In 1871, Phoebe Cousins was the first woman graduate of a U.S. collegiate law school. She was the first female lawyer in 1871. In 1878... The world's first moving pictures were caught on camera. Before this point, everything had to be still when you took a picture. But in 1878, they took pictures of the first moving thing. Any guess what that was? I'm not going to let you peek this time. A car. Car, good guess. Porn, that was the second moving picture that was ever taken. Good one. No, it was a horse. They wanted to see if at any time when a horse was running, if all of their hooves were off the ground at any one point. Here's a picture of the first moving picture, by the way. That's it. It was a silhouette, but they were able to take a picture of something that was moving for the first time in history. came to a very sudden stop, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) A bit like your joke. Yeah. (laughs) He was racing at Santa Anita, I think. That was the problem. Oh, 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 yeah, I killed the horses. No, I did. No, it was me. Fuck. Because on the counter, you want to know why? That's right. <laughs> in 1919, on this day in history, the first nonstop Atlantic flight landed in Ireland. They went from New York to Ireland. And a lot of people think, um, who was that Nazi who flew? Uh, uh, Lindbergh. Lindbergh. That he was the first one. He was the first solo flight. But there was two guys named Alcock and Brown. Nah. Alcock? Like the name was Alcock. One guy's name was Alcock, and the other guy's name was Brown. (laughs) And they flew together to Ireland and then had chili dogs. See, I I was going to, and I didn't. Because I was going to say, Congratulations, you didn't fuck me up. (laughs) You want a brownie? You want a cookie? Together they're known as chili dog. That was going to be my joke, but I was like, you know what? I'll pull back. Thank you. <laughs> That's what we call Idris Elba in England. <laughs> All cock and brown. <laughs> you see, Eddie, that's called adding on to a joke instead of ruining the first one. This is so much better when I'm sober. <laughs> I, I, it's weird that you're sober. I feel a little... Uh, it's weird. Oh, I'm that'll change sure. off the show. Okay. Yeah, we'll be fine. He'll, drink, be, he'll, be grabbing, he'll be grabbing women's husbands by the end of the night, I promise yeah. you. They flew together in a plane called the Vickers Vimy, and this is a picture of the plane they flew across the ocean. Oh, Jesus. The balls on those guys. Jesus Christ. Still in use by uh, Southwest, by the way. I want you to know you can actually fly that if you want. You can take that to Vegas tomorrow. <laughs> God, no. Would you get on that plane? Just as long as it's right there. Yeah. (laughs) But not in the air, you wouldn't. No. In 1924, J. Edgar Hoover assumed the leadership of the FBI on this date. 1924. He was the head of the FBI until 1972. What? No. Yeah, almost 50 years he was the head of the FBI. And dressing like a woman almost every day. It's true. Sure was. He's a, he was a trans transvestite. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. We have a picture of J. Edgar, I think, don't we? Yeah, there he is. Don't sue, Simpsons. On 19, in 1969, on this day, June 15th, Hee Haw debuted on television. Hee Haw. We got a shot of those guys. Roy Clark and Buck Owens were the hosts of Hee Haw. That show ran until 1993. 
Wow. It's insane. Did you know that that show's based on a British show? No. What's it called? Inbreds. <laughs> So much better sober. Can't believe it. Yeah, it's fun, right? In 1974, on this date, a book was released by two uh, journalists called Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward. The book was called All the President's Men, and it detailed their look inside a corrupt administration from a corrupt president. I'm glad those days are over, right? <laughs> In 1990, Dick Tracy was released on this day with Warren Beatty and Madonna premiered. We got a shot of those two? Yeah. When you think Dick, you think Madonna, right? Yep. When I think Dick Tracy, I think about Eddie going home. <laughs> because your wife's name is Tracy. Oh! See? See what he did? I get it. It took a minute, but you're there, No, right? I got it. Okay. Steve, you may be a little too sharp sober. A little sober. too sober. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing daggers all over the place. Cool those jets. I like it. I like it. Shots fired, Eddie. Shots fired, Eddie. I this just guy just said. I got it with Dom DeLuise. <laughs> yeah, you did. You yeah, did. right? You did. I, should I move? No. No, please don't. Please we need don't. a buffer. In 1994, the legendary animated musical Disney film The Lion King opened in theaters on this day. It made a whopping $42 million in its opening. We spit on that now. It's nothing. Was that Not big even, then? That was, was huge, big, right? It was big then, yeah. yeah. Do you know the, the making, they're about to doing one, um, uh, uh, like a, kind of a spin-off about Donald Trump, too? <laughs> We're do, they're doing a Lion King spin-off yeah. about Donald Trump? It's called The Lion Cunt. <laughs> On this day in 2002, that doesn't sound right. No. And on this day in 2002, that's better, that's right? That's better. Yeah, we'll fix that in post as well. The near-Earth asteroid 2002MN missed the Earth by 75,000 miles. That's close. It is one-third the distance between us and the moon. Ooh, it was two-thirds closer to us than the moon is. Oh. We were this close. Oh, I wish that had hit. There was a movie. <laughs> but there was a Eddie movie Eddie has given up on humanity. Hit. What was it? What? You would know. There was a movie where it did actually hit. Deep Impact or Armageddon? I don't know. I'm just asking you. Deep Impact says, sounds like you going home to Tracy I tonight. I know. Right? <laughs> She's right there. Oh, I'm sorry, Tracy. We love you, Tracy. All right. She's drunk right now. Standard. Yeah, a so. third of the distance to the moon. I didn't know it was that close. That's between us and the moon. That's yes. Crazy. But that's still really far. When you get between the moon and New York City. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but it's true. It turns out. <laughs> I'm literally busting out Arthur jokes now. Drinking, not not everybody drinks because they're a poet. Some of us drink because we're not poets. 
You're off, you're off the joke's not bad, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> and on this day in 2018, physicist Stephen Hawking, one of your, one of your countrymen, Steve, his ashes were interred at Westminster Abbey, London, alongside Isaac Newton and Charles Darwin. Would you like to hear an impression of um, him? <laughs> I don't think I could stop them now. Then you're bad people in that case. <laughs> now, however, now you're pissing on them. I'm a huge fan, however, so I want to say, uh, say goodbye to Stephen Hawking in his native language. Rest in peace. There we go. That's right. And you know I love to save the food-related days in history for the end because... We never know whether Eddie Pence will eat something or not. On this day in 1999, a gentleman named Nicholas Vitalich was arrested outside a San Diego supermarket for assaulting his girlfriend with a large tuna. <laughs> he was found in the parking lot beating her with a full tuna. <laughs> he was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. The question is, however, not so much. I want to ask, stop it. I want to ask a I hit the wrong button. I don't know how to stop it. So this one comes in from someone. No, no, we're not doing that segment. It's an extra. It says, Steve, why are British no, no, people such no, wankers? No, Steve, no. That was an accident. Those. An extra bump for you, Robbie. You get another, uh, get another, another page. We'll fix that in post. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no. The question is: Does Eddie Pence eat tuna fish? As Steve says, tuna fish. We know he uh, doesn't like salmon. We've covered that. But well, I, I like salmon. I eat salmon. We brought some salmon moose in here no, one that's, time. No, that's ground up fit. No, that's that's way different. <laughs> That's way different. No, it's the same no, fish. No, it's absolutely not the same at all. It is literally the same no, fish. No, a piece of salmon and mashed up, ground up fish is not the same thing. But what do you do in your mouth when you chew it? It's not the same thing. I eat salmon. Salmon mousse is vile. All right. There's the scales and shit are in it. No. No, it is. The one you, you brought that had like little silver flakes in it. No, well, you were, first of all, you were blindfolded, so I don't know what you were seeing. Don't worry, Eddie. I it gotcha. Was, it was gross. So what we need to do is find out, does Eddie Pence eat tuna fish? Tuna fish. What we do is we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine, and if he does eat tuna fish, then two tunas will come up on the reels. If he doesn't eat tuna fish, then we won't. Are you going <laughs> to pull together. the handle for All us? All together, then? yeah. Should we do it all together? Yeah. Pull the patented. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Pulling it. One, two, and... Oh, no tuna fish. No. It's my least favorite fish. It's my least favorite fish. You have them. You have the, a list. Yeah. Uh, salmon is my favorite fish. That's your fish. favorite, but in what form? Like poached? Just, no, just regular. Grilled. Just regular. Bone-in. Grilled. Just regular salmon. Regular salmon. Regular salmon. Not mashed up. Just well, regular what's, salmon. I'm dying to know what number two is. Yeah, um, me too. What's the one you get when you get fish and chips? Cod. Cod. cod, cod, cod. I like cod. And and tuna's at the bottom That's of your list. That's the fish limit. 
Can I ask, Salmon dare I ask, I don't know if we have time tonight, it's only in Salmon our show, cod. but why do you not like tuna fish? I don't like tuna fish. I don't like it. I, we've established the fact that you don't like it. I'm just wondering if it's maybe got, there's one of your magical reasons behind it. Like maybe someone stuck a tune up your ass when you were four or something and there's a, there's a trauma behind it. It's, it's too fishy. There you go, boys and girls. It's too fishy. Right, canned tuna is gross. What about gross. raw tuna? It's not fishy. No. It's not fishy. No. What if I have it right here? It you can try too, it right now. It looks now. too, like, it looks blood red. It really looks... Raw, because it's raw. raw. It looks like... It, yes. It looks raw and grow. It's red, and I don't like it. Like it. I thought the worst thing you could do was beat your girlfriend in the parking lot of a, of a San Diego supermarket with a tuna fish, but I think you've actually surpassed that. I might guy. have. I yeah. shouldn't have had that edible. Yeah. Eddie is not stoned tonight. Uh, by the way, I don't want you to um, like make anyone sad, but he has yet to commit to the pot Eddie Pence episode. We're going to keep working on it, though. We'll see what happens. I think he was afraid. Look, I did research. Oh, boy. I did research. Hold on. Wait a second. We have time. No, <laughs> oh, I did research. Fuck you, Eddie! Hold on. I have time. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. So while we get there, if everyone could stand up and say who they are, where they're from. <laughs> I did research on marijuana and getting high. Oh, marijuana and getting and high. Getting Both high. of those subjects. I did research on it. All right. And it says, typically, people under the influence of marijuana express ideas that are bizarre, <laughs> muddled, unfeasible, or incomprehensible to others. I assert to you, I am always high. Yeah, you might have a point. What more do you want from me? You're naturally high. I'm naturally high all the time. That's, you got I a point still there. think you should try it. In front of everybody. But maybe I not in front of a crowd, but maybe in the safety of the Batcave, we yeah. can get you. Uh, we can get you stoned. Yeah, man. I think that needs to happen. <laughs> I don't think so. How about how about tomorrow on the live stream? Let's I'll Uber you home. <laughs> I've got some green apple that will set what is green you apple? free. It's just a happy, fun little. You can have one little puff. And then Steve will pee on your shoes. Is that why Steve peed? But did he have green apple? I did not give Steve green apple. He peed in my fireplace all on his own. Yeah. <laughs> He's also a natural. Well, we'll, we'll work on it. Because <laughs> yeah, on the counter, you want to know why? Because everybody wants to see it. That's why. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. All right. It's time for all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Tomorrow, boys and girls, is Father's Day. If you're a father, congratulations. If you're not sure, maybe call her up and see what happened a year ago and see what happened. But I thought we'd kick things off with a list. They always have these lists, the top 10 best TV and movie dads around Father's Day. It's like, oh, let's talk about Andy Griffith. Fuck that shit. I hunted down a list of the top 10 worst fictional dads of all time. It's a lot more fun. I'm going to need some help with some of these, because the first one, I never watched this show. We've talked about this, but Tywin Lannister, is he bad? He's a bad dad? 
from Game of Thrones. He's from I don't Game know. of Thrones. I, I've I never know. seen it. I don't but know. But he was uh, number 10 on the list. Okay. Couldn't have been that bad. He was number 10. Bad dad. Bad dad. Okay, bad dad. fair enough. Number nine, Al Bundy from Married with Children. I think that's fair. Number eight, Walter White from Breaking, da- Breaking Bad. I almost said Breaking Dad. That would be a good series. Peter Griffin from Family Guy was on the list. Now, I have to defend Peter Griffin because his voice pays me a lot of money every year to do other voices. And I think he loves his family. He's just not really good at it, that's all. That's not his bad. No. Uh, Dr. Evil from Austin Powers made the list. Number six. You freaking breaker, people. Homer Simpson. No! From the Simpsons was number five. George Bluth Sr. from Arrested Development was number four. This is a throwback. This is an oldie but a goodie. Uh, Noah Cross from Chinatown, from the movie Chinatown. Oh, yeah, you ever that's see a that good one? one. Yeah, he was a bad dad. Now, David says he's a bad dad. Sure, he impregnated his daughter with his own granddaughter, but still. Oh, you're so judgy. This crowd is so judgy. Just trying to keep it in the family. Yeah, exactly. At number two, Eddie, you'll like this one. Darth Vader from Star Wars. That's the worst I don't guy. think he was a bad father at all. He saved his son's life. Yeah, he did. He did try to take over the universe, and he did cut his son's arm off. That's true. My dad spanked me. I don't think he's bad. <laughs> Very different. But the main reason is he ruined Christmas. What? Because well, because Luke was there, and he and you know he felt his presence. Oh, oh man! Sorry. It's one drink. One, one drink, drink is the it, difference. It apparently. all just unravels after one. Yeah. It's a fine it's line. Fine line. And lastly, the number one worst fictional dad from the movie The Shining, Jack Torrance, as by Jack Nicholson. I think that's fair. He did hunt his child with an axe through a maze. But in the book, doesn't he save his family? Who saves him in the book? Scat yeah, my that's right. I got Can, can you up, hold so. your book club at another location at another time? Just wanted to open up the floor for some book talk. <laughs> who, read, who read the book? Who read the book? Who wants to read the book? Here's some great showbiz news. O.J. Simpson has now announced he's on Twitter. Yeah. You can now follow O.J. at the real O.J. 32. He came out and announced yesterday that he is finally on Twitter a year after his release from prison. He said, hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything, he said. It should be a lot of fun. I've got a lot of getting even to do. Wow. That's not what you want to hear from OJ ever. Even on Twitter, you don't want that. Didn't he kill everybody? Well, not he was trying everybody. to get even with? Like, not like, everybody. How can you get even when you kill people? Well, I guess kill more people, I'm guessing. Yeah. Let's face it, Twitter is the new murder. Let's face it, <laughs> you know, when you just, think about it. I like how he put his number. <laughs> OJ32? Still playing football. Uh, Drake is in the news because, you know, his beloved Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship this week. And... He is a hardcore Toronto fan, and he was interviewed after the finals. I don't know if you saw this interview or not, but you would have fucking thought he came off the bench in the fourth quarter and drained a couple threes. It was insane. First of all, 
Fuck Drake for using the phrase chips for championships, okay? He said that? He talks about chips. Chips? We're bringing chips to Toronto. Oh, fuck him hard, man. Wow. Well, there's a whole lot of fuck yous yet to come. Let's actually show the video so you can motherfuck him properly. Here we go. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. That dynasty's over. We did what we had to do. Praying for praying for Katie, praying for Big Poppy, but tonight belongs to Toronto. No, it doesn't mean it's not about what it means. You know what it means. You can you can turn your cameras up to the screen and know what it means. We did this. We did this off a heart. We did this off a love. We willed this into existence. We manifested this. I told you the first time. People like to make memes, make another meme out of this. It's beautiful. Look at my brothers up there celebrating it. is what it is. You see what my hat says. Not finals, not Easter conference, not um, nice try, or uh, see you next year. Champions. Let's go. Real talk. We did this. We did this. He's he part said. of the team. He's part of the team now. Congratulations. Chips. Yeah. Was he wearing his bumfuck watch or whatever the fuck that was? So was that not a thing? Was he wearing that? Whatever. No, that was? we mentioned on the show, and if you heard it earlier, he wears an erotic watch that has three different windows on the face of the watch that you can decide what message you want to send people who look at the watch. As far as I remember, I was the only one who ever looked at my own watch. But the three windows would give you a a desire, like I want to, I'm thinking about. The middle one would say an action, like lick, kiss. And then the last one would be a body part, like boobs or pussy. And while he was at the game, he would dial his watch up to say, I want to kiss your pussy. I want to piss in your fireplace. No, that was never an option. That's a euphemism. That was never one of the options. Thank God you don't have one of those watches. Here's a little British news for our British friend. James Bond fans are rushing out to buy a brand new James Bond memorabilia item. All right, what is it? Yeah, it is a replica of one of the worst outfits James Bond ever wore in the history of the franchise. In the movie Goldfinger, when you first see Sean Connery, he is by a pool in Miami Beach, and he's wearing a baby blue terry cloth onesie short set. Oh, God, I remember that. He still looked hot. He did. He Just did. Just barely, though. No, he did. It is, it's by far the gayest thing James Bond's ever worn. Yeah, I, I would agree. But he's James Bond, and he still looked hot. Yeah, but Connery's the most fuckable guy in the on the planet in the 1960s. It was just barely okay. If anyone else is going to order this replica for, by the way, 345 pounds, what's that in the U.S. there, Steve? Oh, God, it must be about five, five grand. Yeah. <laughs> five grand. <laughs> Shit, it's expensive here. Yeah. Because you have the price, right? and then you have the... Uh, block tax, right. and then you have the city tax, right. the state tax, right. and then all the other bullshit on top, right. and then there's the Trump BFM, <laughs> which is the bit for me, and right. then, so, so, so everything's a lot more expensive here. Well, anyway, regardless of all of that, we got you one of those for Father's Day. Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong, I can pull it off, sure. I'm just saying Connery just barely. barely Here's a little video of Sean Connery wearing the the item in question from Goldfinger. He's holding on to the six of spades, so I guess he thinks you want it. That last draw was the eight of hearts. 
Oh, come on! Who are you? Bond. James Bond. No way! There's no way! Did you know the original cut of that was Bond, James Bond? Licensed to be fabulous. It is a cotton terry cloth towel shorty onesie that will set you back 345 pounds. Orlay and Bar is the name of the, uh, Brown rather, is the name of the company, and you can order your own replica. By the way, when they went on sale, sold out in hours. Sold out? Sold out. You can't get them. Well, that's like for Halloween costumes, right? It's, it's ironic. Uh, it's people wearing it ironically. It's hipster fucks wearing it ironically, I think. Uh, I hope we'll see you one here in the next show. That's all I hope. So. There's no way you would get away with that with your balls. No. Oh, you need God, no. But that one they... seam, I would just have, like, I would look like I was carrying luggage. Yeah. <laughs> here's the, here's the item on the catalog, by the way, if you want to order. That's what it looks like. The legs aren't that long in the movie. Just as a reminder. Well, it yeah. is when it rides up. Let's look at the picture of him. Where, there you go. That's what it looks like. Because hairy Scottish legs hanging out from under it. That's not good for anybody. Yeah, if that were you, it 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 would. That would not be good. No. no. Well, he's holding his own in there. It looks like. That's true. He's holding his own balls. He's up. got them pulled each to the side. No, but if that were Ralph, literally, his balls are like. Oh, stop it! Wow. Right about there. It'd be right about there, spilling down both sides. You would be traumatized. I'm yeah. just telling you. You'd need to wear long socks. <laughs> like basketball player socks hose of some kind yeah I look like I'm, I'm, I'm bringing home two grapefruit from Trader Joe's when I walk in <sighs> here's some nerd news NASA has uh, I don't know they're looking at Mars or some shit and um uh, <laughs> Although I've heard Mars or the, the moon is in Mars or with Mars the moon is part of Mars. Part of Mars. That's that's what I've heard. Um, they were looking <laughs> at horrible. Like Ugh. the moon is part of Mars. Unbelievable. NASA, the worst, but the best. Space Force. Yeah. Uh, they're looking at the surface of Mars, and they came across a Starfleet insignia from Star Trek. Did you hear that? Here's a that. picture of what they saw on the surface of Mars. There it is. Can we throw that up against the actual insignia from the TV show? Look at that. Captain Kirk was on Mars. I'm going to be honest, Ralph. It reminds me somewhat of Reggie. Why so? I don't from see it. I don't see it. From behind. <laughs> Little starfish. Yeah, little Reggie's starfish little winking starfish. at you. Anyway, this set off a uh, the usual battle between Star Trek fans and Star Wars fans, and two of their commanders in chief, I guess if you would say, uh, took to Twitter to battle against each other. Yeah. Oh Mark my Hamill. gosh, how dumb! Starting with William Shatner himself, Captain Kirk himself tweeted this about the discovery: "Hey, Star Wars, will you hurry up, you rebel scums? We beat you." <laughs> Boom! Drop the mic. Uh, let me let me try that again. Hey, Star Wars, you rebel scum! We beat you. There you go. That's what he said. And then in response, we heard from Mark Hamill, who said, 
looks like a boomerang to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So shots Fuck are that. fired. Shots were fired. Oh my God. Speaking of Mark Hamill, oh boy, I just realized this may cause one of us to walk off the stage. Uh, Mark the Ham, Mark the Hamill, because Mar- on the counter you want to know why. Yeah, I do. Mark Hamill was a guest on James Corden's Late Late Show this week. No, no, Steve, come on, buddy, no, no, please. I need a wee. <laughs> oh God. And he was talking. Go to your house. <laughs> he was talking about uh, his early days working before he was a, su- a successful actor, and he worked at the Jack in the Box in Hollywood on Highland. Did you know that? That one? Yes. Still, I didn't know it was that old. It's still there, and he worked there. Wow. He said it was uh, an early job for him. He was making ends meet before he could make it as an actor, and he worked mostly in the back, making fries and that kind of stuff. And then he got his big break of working the drive-through window, <laughs> and he was very excited. But it lasted only one day. And here's Mark Hamill telling you why. And I was in the back all the time, you know, making shakes and mining the grill. And I always aspired to work the the window. Yes. <laughs> the drive-through. You're right. It's the, the pinnacle. It's the pinnacle of the where you fast can food. see the cars behind. Yes. The one chance I had at it, it never occurred to me not to be in character as the clown. As, as the jack-in-the-box clown. Oh, I see. You know, who would want to hear, so, what's your order? I wanted to hear, what's your order? <laughs> My manager didn't think it was very funny. He told me to go home and never come back. Wow. Yeah, I got fired. Fired from jack-in-the-box. Fired for being in character. Why, <laughs> you? <laughs> how great is Mark Hamill? Pretty great. And how, and how great is, is James? How shit is James Corden? Interrupting and repeating back what the person just said. I won't finish that word, but you know what I'm talking about. I, yeah, I do that all the time. I parrot you. All you the do. Time. You do. The people have noticed that sometimes you'll repeat after what I say. They, after I say, they it. have noticed. Yeah. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on this day, January. What? <laughs> This show's much worse when I'm sober. Yeah. <laughs> Easy fix. Gilbert, you're going to have to fix that when I send this to you. All right, buddy? Okay. June 15th. Yeah, I'm too sober. That's the problem. June 15th yeah. on this day, Elizabeth Reiser, Reiser from Twilight. What's her name? 44 years old today. No one gives no a one fuck. No one gives a shit. Yeah. That's crazy. No one literally, you, someone yells something out. Literally yeah, no, no one cares. Nobody cares. No one gave a fuck. Ruby Nash Garnet of Ruby and the Romantics is 85 years old today. They had a great hit in the 60s. Our day will come And we'll have everything Oh, I, I, I jerk off to that so often. You do? Oh, sure. It's, where it's, it's my it's me and my penis it's our own personal song it's a, I just want to know where this happens our day will come <laughs> okay yeah it's just a reverse <laughs> I clean up afterwards hon don't worry do about you do it. reverse I don't do the reverse you don't do the reverse no. Carrie sleepwalks <laughs> actor Jim Belushi is 65 years old 
John Belushi is dead. Jim Belushi is 65. There is no God. Oh, I'm sorry. A lot of World According to Jim fans here in the crowd tonight. Taking care of business. <laughs> That's right. Singer Russell Hitchcock is 70 years old today. You may not know Russell Hitchcock by name, but you may know the band that he leads called Air Supply, huh? Oh, yeah. Supply. Uh, God, I love that song. Julie Haggerty of Airplane is 64 years old today. Very funny lady. Also in, uh, what was that uh, Albert Brooks movie she did? Defending uh, Your Life? Nope. <laughs> Daddy! It's wrong. No. The one, um, the Lost in America. God bless you, sir. Uh, yes, that's the one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Helen Hunt, right? <laughs> nope. Julie Haggerty. Ah! Steve Walsh from Kansas, lead singer Kansas is 68. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Yeah. Is, is that your jerk off song? Do you guys want to know what mine is? Yes. 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 Sunshine, Lollipops, and Rainbows by Leslie Gore. Anywhere near? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Shark. <laughs> Baby Shark. It's got a good rhythm. I can see that. <laughs> Baby Shark, Shark, Shark. Baby Shark, Shark, Shark. <laughs> I'm guessing it's something by Sammy Hagar. That would be my guess if you were that one. Goddamn right it is. I, I can't drive 55, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. You know what? I'm going to keep it to myself. All right. Actually, I don't jerk off to music, and I find it odd that you do. Yeah. Like, I get it jerking off to TV or a video, but jerking off to a song? I mean, yeah. Like, I need girls, am I... Isn't that weird? Yes. Who does that? <laughs> Led Zeppelin. I feel like that's I weird. wish I wish music was the weirdest thing I ever jerked off to, quite frankly. I wish. I just of all your choices, what what makes you say instead of watching porn or something, I'm gonna put music on and just I don't get it. Because I'm a drummer and it's the rhythm, that's why. Because it's all about the rhythm. I got the rhythm in me. Can I say, as you're as you're oh about to be God. as you're about to be adopted son, I'm a, I'm feeling very uncomfortable about. Are this you really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right put the I'll, I'll put, stop. I'll I've, stop. I've put the papers in. Helen Hunt, Hel actress Helen Hunt, is 56 years old ah, today. You were see, right about Helen. Those Hunt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Twister, great movie. Yeah. Quarterback Princess. Oh yeah, that was one of her early ones. Yeah. Quarterback, Quarterback Princess. Princess. Uh, guitarist Brad Gillis of Night Ranger is 62 years old today. Yeah. Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. Yeah. And you know that you're the only one to say, okay. 
That's not a good jack off song. No. Although it actually is because it starts slow yeah, the and then <laughs> you motor in. <laughs> What's your price for flying? <laughs> then it's nap time. And me peeing in your in your fight is the worst thing that's happened in your house. Actress Courtney Cox, speaking of Cox, from Friends, is 55 years old today. Drummer Rob Mitchell of Sixpence None the Richer is 53 years old today. Or Eddie Pence None the Eddie Richer, Pence? really, when that's you think That's definitely that. true. Yeah. Oh, I love I love their other song. Yeah, I can't remember it now. Yeah, I got nothing either. Drink Actri- some more tequila or something. Maybe you'll remember. Okay. Actress Leah Remini is forty nine years old today. Really? Leah, thanks for coming. Thank you so much. I've never heard anyone that excited for Leah Remini no. ever. Ex Scientologist, I'm guessing. Maybe you know. she speaks the truth. Rapper, actor, Ice Cube is 50 years old today. Yeah, yeah, boy! You better check yourself or you wreck yourself Cause I'm bad for your health I come real stealth Dropping bombs on your moms Fuck call arms How? Yeah! How fucking dare you do the arms? How dare you do the... You better check yourself before you wreck yourself Jesus Christ I grew up on the streets of Philly, yo Doing that? You were doing that on the streets of Slinging yayo. I didn't really fucking Sesame Street was in Philadelphia. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh. How dare you, sir? I grew up in the mean streets, yo. I cut a bitch. As a drummer. You were drumming on the old fucking upturned like plastic things, were you in the street? Yeah, I was hitting those those uh, buckets. Those buckets, yeah. Make, trying to make a bit of coin, yo. As your dad worked in the movie distribution industry. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 No. Sure. Yeah. I didn't say I made a lot of money hitting no, buckets. No. <laughs> Guitarist Wayne Sermon of the band Imagine Dragons is 35 years old today. You saw that drumming, Eddie? Did you see yeah, I that? I saw that. Yeah. Three. I think if you ever started a band, that's the kind of drumming you'd need to do because it's just like three hits per song, like bam, bam, bam. Oh, my God. Side. She's on my side. Mommy's mean. <laughs> and lastly, actor Neil Patrick Harris celebrates oh, his birthday yeah. today. 46 years old today from How I Met Your Mother, of course. But let's not forget ever Dookie Hauser, MD. You know, it's funny. To this day, still people will come up to me. And they'll say, excuse me, 
Weren't you the EMT from the last season of Doogie Howser who was on screen for 20 seconds buttoning his shirt in the locker room with the other EMTs and you said a really shitty thing to that one other EMT? And I have to say, yes, that was me. Would you be interested in seeing a 20-something Ralph Garman? On screen in the final season of Dookie Hauser, MD. I did not know, literally did not know until today when I did a little research to find this clip that my character had a name. <laughs> Apparently, I, my name was Brian in the episode. And in this episode of Dookie Hauser, MD, if you were a fan, you remember his good friend Ray, who was an orderly for a long time. And in the final season, Ray finally was able to take his EMT exam and become a legitimate lifesaver. And uh, Ray had some struggles. He, he lost his first patient that he worked on, and so he wouldn't touch other patients. He was afraid that maybe he was the cause of that oh patient's death. Oh, my God, for death. fuck's sake, just put the clip on. I'm giving some oh my context. God. I didn't realize you had the hat on. It scared me when I turned around. I have the hat on. I didn't know you put it on. She's now like she's like a mean sheriff. It's even worse. <laughs> it's like a pimp. Here I am making fun of Ray from Doogie Howser, MD. Here oh, we go. Thank God. The room is a mess, and I really, really have a bad headache, and you're obnoxious. Hey, Ray, I hear you set a record. You've worked two full shifts without actually touching a patient. Hey, it's probably a good thing. If you don't touch him, you can't kill him, right, Ray? <laughs> wow. So handsome, really. Just want to say. Was that your choice to chew gum? Did you make that choice? I did make that choice, yeah. Because <laughs> nice I said... Choice. Dicks choose chew yeah, gum. They do. Yeah. yeah. I was chatting a little Burt Reynolds there. That's good. I was like, yeah, yeah. Can't kill him. <laughs> I can't believe you used to be African American. That was amazing. No, I was the like other guy. I was the guy, the the white guy. Oh, oh. Yes. Sorry. There was a time when I was young. And I had a future. <laughs> and life was full of potential. I did good. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You lie nice. <laughs> and that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the show business. We have a little time left. What do you say we get a UK update from our pal Steve Ashton? How about that? Awesome. I'm going to move it on because I'm dying for a wee. So, oh, uh, okay. okay. So, Ralph, you make Hold on one second. Let me give you, let me give you your uh, actual oh. intro music. Here you go. There you go, Steve. Thank you. George, Ralph, you, George, you look in there. You, you, look, you make George Hamilton look like George Takai. Oh, thank you so uh, much. You do, you do. You do. And, and uh, Carrie, you're not without comparison because you make Christina Hendricks look like Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> How dare you? And Eddie, you make Gary Busey look like Gary Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm saying you're kind of scruffy looking. But you're a scruffy looking nerf herder. Thank you. Ah, there you go. I like that. Spice Girls are in the news, gang. Yeah, yeah, the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls reportedly made a dig at their former bandmate, Victoria Beckham's absence, during their Wembley Stadium show. Posh, or as she's known in Scotland as Pish, <laughs> which is Scottish for piss. Right, got that, um, yes. Uh, chose not to join the other sing singers, citing work commitments, and by work commitments, I mean pouncing like a dickhead at fashion shows. <laughs> right. Um, as a four-piece band... Uh, performed uh, on <laughs> Thursday. Oh, that was... Uh, um, apparently, Jerry Spice, more like fucking geriatric at this point, uh, <laughs> became emotional during the group's rendition of Goodbye. I'll put that down to menopause. Um, Come on. Uh, why so quiet? Mel B screamed down the microphone, adding, Have you ever known Ginge so quiet? Now, with Ginge, Ginger Spice admitting that she was thinking about when the band performed without her at the Wembley Stadium tour in 1998, she said, I was gutted that they were doing it without me. Then 21 years later, I'm coming back and doing it all together with you lot. And I totally never lezzed off with Scary Spice. Her facial expression appeared to say... Got you, yes. <laughs> Apparently, the group didn't miss the opportunity to point out that uh, Victoria Beckham's absence, uh, responding with, I wonder if Victoria feels like this right now. Wow. Oh, sick burn. Now, <laughs> apparently, Posh was spotted in the US yesterday. Uh, she won't be making an appearance. Well, what a shame. Because, you know, uh, she would have made such a difference singing three words in every song and pointing out her fucking leg. <laughs> um, but uh, so let's see a little bit of their masterpiece, if we can, uh, of their performance art. Let's see it. Are they even singing on this tour? Shit. <laughs> that wasn't good. They look like four fucking office workers doing <laughs> doing a charity fucking impression for Red Nose Day or some bullshit like that. Their next performance, well, it's actually today in um, uh, Wembley. Well, it was. It, it's not. It's, it'll be over now. Mel B's probably fucking fifteen ciders in. Yes, probably. She's probably on the fucking tube, showing everyone a knickers, fucking winded. <laughs> so she's probably out of it anyway. Uh, let's end with some news about our favourite sweary gay father, Sir Elton John. Yes. So last Thursday, Sir Elton and. Leave it. I'll do the fuck-offs, thanks. <laughs> In fact, fuck off. Uh, last Thursday, Sir Elton and Taryn Edgerton uh, released a music video for their charming duet, I'm Gonna Love Me Again, written by Elton and Bernie Taupin for Rocketman, the movie. It consists of shots both from uh, archival footage of their career, along with clips of uh, Taron Edgerton from the film. Now, the video comes on the heels of the release of the uh, Rocketman movie. Has anyone seen it, by the way? 
It's fucking wow. phenomenal, isn't it? I'm sorry myself. So uh, the film's become a really big success, maintaining the impressive 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and surpassing $100 million at the box office. Um, so, should we have a quick look? Yes, please. Let's have Let's a quick look at the music video. Taron Edgerton and Sir Elton motherfucking John. I don't think that was the official video. I really it was. Don't. It was. I'm not oh. sure that very last bit was. I don't believe that's the official video. Yeah. That was a long walk, too, to get yeah. to that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but well worth the walk. <laughs> Mr. Steve Ashton, thank you for the UK update, sir. We have just enough time to feed Eddie Pence some shit. Here's the thing about Eddie Pence you know, he doesn't eat a lot of things. And I feel it is my place to be put on this planet is to expand his palate just a bit. But it turns out it's not just me who recognizes he doesn't eat a lot of stuff. It's not Carrie. It's not Steve. Steve Ashton and I were out at a, legitimately at a bar in Los Angeles a couple days ago. And we were talking to the bartender. And the bartender knew Eddie Pence. <laughs> I shit you not. This actually happened. And we said... What what are you what what are your memories of Eddie? And he said the following, and we had to film it to bring it to you tonight. Here we go. <laughs> That's so funny. The, the one one of the glaring things I remember about Eddie is that he's got he's got the palate of a ten year old. The man gets excited and does like adult tippy taps for chocolate milk. You're just like, are you kidding me? So yeah, that's that's one of my favorite memories of, of Eddie. Yeah. Kevin Tidwell. Strangers Tidwell. know that you are a child when it comes oh, to food. I haven't seen him in a long time. Tippy tap, <laughs> tippy tap over chocolate milk. Too, he's all tippy tap over chocolate milk, like a child you are. So our job here tonight is to give Eddie some taste treats that are all food, uh, I swear, all legitimate. We're going to expand his palate tonight by giving him the taste sensation that he's never had for a few of the fi the finer foods in life. We're going to blindfold Eddie. That's right. Before we give him the food. And before we do this, we're going to hand out some ponchos to the front row here in case yeah. there's any spitting up involved. My barf. You guys won't no. get any uh, any any Eddie, bad we're not going to give you tuna. So my wife, Carrie, went out blindfold him so he doesn't see what's coming. What we're going to do is we're going to have three foods. We're going to put the food that we're feeding him up on the big screen so you, the studio audience, will know what he's eating, but Eddie won't. Please, for God's sakes, don't scream out the answer because we want this to be a legitimate scientific experiment where Eddie might taste something without knowing what it is and go, you know what, I really like that. So let's see what happens. Can we give everybody a poncho to make sure they don't get splattered with whatever Eddie you know, may normally, reject in this point? Where's the bucket? We normally have a spit out. Oh, I bucket. forgot about oh, the bucket. Oh, there's not a spit bucket. Oh. How give me, the, give me an empty cup. What about the? Yeah, how give about me your this? Cup. Here we go. All right, we'll you ready? Use that. Is everybody covered? 
Everybody you know, you covered can, up? You can suffocate like that, brother. Uh, I think you may have it on backwards, sir. Yes, you may want to turn that hood around. <laughs> Do not play with dry cleaning bags. That kid never learned that lesson at home. All right, is everybody sufficiently covered up? Yeah, I think you are. Okay. All right, last time somebody got hit with mushrooms. I remember that, yeah. All right, we're going to start off with number one. Can we start with number one? And we're going to throw it up on the big screen. Here we go. Here we go. Wait, wait, that's, I, what, what? No, no, no one's going to say what it is. We're just going to put it in your mouth. All right, that was a up. bad reaction. You're going to, oh, here's a bucket. It's like oh, a fecal a transplant bucket? or something. I don't. You're going to chew, you're going to chew it up and taste it. And then I think you're going to say, you know what? I think I like I this. I think you're going to like it. Open your go. mouth, baby. Here Open it. Here we go. Body of Christ. Here we go. Chew it up. <laughs> wow, you made the oh bucket, too. Oh, my God, too. you hit the bucket. I win the bucket? Yeah, you I made the bucket. the bucket. Licorice, right? That was licorice. licorice. Yeah, that was licorice. Wait, did Gross. you really? You didn't like it. No. So we, we didn't fool you with that one? All right. All right. Was it black? It was, oh. it was black. Do you know licorice, if you're ever yeah. constipated, you eat that and you're all good, right? I think we have some spoons in the bag for this next one as well. He's going to eat a spoon. I don't know. I don't think I want a spoon. All licorice, right. Licorice sucks. It really sucks. Okay. This is number two. Can we throw number two up on the screen, please? This is what Eddie will be eating. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. This is legitimate food. Just be quiet. <laughs> all right. You ready? You ready? Here we go. Open yeah, up. You know what? Uh, here, he's got to have a water ready. Well, you I think open that. Oh, this doesn't sound good. No, I just... I need water? It's all selfish, Eddie. I don't want you to vomit on me. So it's if you don't like it... It's all legitimate food. This is all real you, food. Nothing yes. nothing poisonous. Okay. All right, Are you ready? Open up. Open. Here we go. He might like this one. He might like it. I think he might like it. I think he likes it. Eddie, it's like what, a what is that? What it's is like No, no, no. Tell us what it is. Tell us if you like it or not first. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. What was that? What was it? Eddie, that was haggis. You just ate haggis. You just ate haggis. haggis. That was haggis, yes. Legitimate haggis. It is not bad. It's like a chicken nugget from McDonald's. <laughs> That's better than Scrapple. How dare you, sir? How dare you? It's better than Scrapple. And we got one last one. That wasn't bad. No, I don't like it. We need a spoon for this one. Did you mule that into the States, Steve? I just tried haggis and I don't like it. No, it's not good. No, it's good. good. All right, we got one last one. You can go with ketchup. Oh, my God, it's horrible. Yeah, it probably would be Put ketchup on it. It's way worse than Scrapple. No, No, it's not. No, no, it it tastes like boil. All right, uh, we're going to need... Bring the bowl a little closer, I think, because it's going to drip. I believe that you like haggis. That was horrible. It wasn't bad. You know what? I'm good. I got it. You got it? Yeah, Okay, here's the last one. Here's the last one. Let's throw it up on the big screen. Here we go. No, haggis is awesome. Oh, Even Eddie likes haggis. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. All right, open know. up, airplane. You never would have tried if you didn't know. Here we go. Close your mouth. <laughs> oh, come on. What was that? Oh, stop what it. What was that? That was honey, Eddie. That's oh, honey. That's fucking gross, dude. It's fucking bee bile in my fucking mouth. How do you like haggis and not honey? What is wrong oh, with you? It's disgusting. Yeah. We, fuck honey. 
There we go. He liked fuck. haggis, but didn't like honey. Yeah. What are the odds? Haggis, it's fuck disgusting. honey. I almost like spit it out. So, it's taking Let's hear it for Eddie Pence, who is a nothing if not a good sport. Let's hear it for my lovely wife, Carrie Watson Garmin. Mr. Steve Ashton. My name is Ralph Garmin. I love you. I mean it. Bye. 